The concept of karma is not always well understood. There are some prevalent ideas in the larger community today that are a derivative of this idea but have uh, misunderstandings at their root. The concept of karma is that all actions that you do leave an impression in the world. <clears throat> it is as if the uh, chitta, the, the consciousness of projected universe of the, of the cosmos is an impressionable substance upon which impressions are made. So all of your actions create an impression, not only in the external world with other people and situations, but in your internal world, in your mind. All actions that you create leave a reaction in your mind. So if you do something to help someone, to be simple about it, you may feel that you are very uh, good person and, and you feel better about yourself because you did something good. Or if you accomplish something that was important to you, then you feel good about yourself, that you have accomplished something. But if you did something that was a little underhanded and that violated your own sense of ethics, you will feel a little diminishment of yourself. You may deny it, you may say, oh, it was all right. But you still feel inside that reaction. It goes away from your conscious mind, but it gets stored in your unconscious mind, in, in the uh, reactive mind, in the subconscious. So to all actions, simple or grand, there is reaction. Perhaps waving your leg or twiddling your thumb may not give much of a reaction, but a little larger action that creates an indentation in the world, an impression, and an impression in your own mind. And these impressions leave the conscious mind because the conscious mind must deal with the immediacy of situations presented before you, but they go just below consciousness into the subconscious mind to be stored. And then when the right circumstances come into existence, those samskaras, that's what these reactions stored in the mind are called, come to the surface and when they arise and get played out in your life they become your karma. So the many people ask about the concept of free will. Much of human life is spent in reactions to past actions, be they actions of this life or of another life 
but they are experiences that you've had and impressions made in your mind that have formed a set of beliefs, a set of constructs, a set of values, which you assume to be true. And you judge yourself by those values and by those assumptions, and you react accordingly. If a pendulum swings in one direction, it has momentum to swing in the other. Likewise, when you do an action in the world, it leaves a momentum to swing in the opposite direction. And this momentum becomes a sanskara, a action held latent in the mind, an impression held latent in the mind, result of an action. Then when the suitable circumstances arise around you, that sanskara, that reaction held latent in the mind, rises to the surface. And you begin to experience it in your life. Many times these, there will be a sequence of events or circumstances that may be negative, may be uncomfortable for you, or perhaps a sequence of the circumstances that may be very fortunate and you are thinking, oh, I have very good luck. It has nothing to do with luck. It has to do with the reactions of the past, latent within the mind, which rise up under certain type of circumstance. And if the circumstance is such that, it, that positive reactions rise from the mind, then you might find a sequence of events. Many times when people begin to do uh, significant meditative practices, the barrier between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind begins to thin. And therefore these sanskaras rise to the surface and people notice a sequence of positive or difficult circumstances may arise in the life. Because due to meditation, the mind is quieted even for a moment and the barriers between the subconscious and the conscious begin to fall away. And in that state of calm and peace, deep peace, there is an, uh, an allowing of these unrealized, subconscious attitudes, beliefs, reactions of mind to rise to the surface and be played out. And this is very fortunate because as you begin to have these unconscious parts of yourself rise to the surface, they become con you become consciously aware you may see different circumstances suddenly arising in your life to enact those circum that those karmas, those sanskaras, and make that karma enacted in your life. But you will notice that when this happens, you have an opportunity. 
an opportunity to make changes in your life, to become conscious of what has been driving you from the subconscious. And once you are conscious, you have choices. You do not need to simply live in your conditioned mind. You have choices to make, whether to continue with the same approach that you have been automatically engaging in, or to become aware of it and to make a conscious decision to change. So when the sanskara rises to the conscious mind and is played out in your karma, there is the wonderful opportunity of growth, of awakening awareness. Your aware mind is caught in your conditioned beliefs, your assumptions about the world that you believe to be true, but may not be. They are only true because they are your reactions to past experiences, past actions. And they set a mind frame, a set of beliefs, when these begin to rise to the surface, that mind frame begins to break down and a new mind frame begins to occur. And you have the ability to become conscious for a moment and not simply be the uh, one experiencing the reactions of mind, but you actually have moments of conscious choice where you begin to form your own destiny. And you can choose to awaken awareness, to be conscious, to notice as things rise to the surface, and to observe what beliefs, what behaviors condition your mind. and what, through that observation to become free, to be able to make conscious choices so that you're not simply governed by your karma. This is the opportunity that meditation gives. It also gives the struggle of needing to face those shadows within, those repressed, uh, reactions of mind as they rise to the surface. They may be challenging. As circumstances in your life reflect them, it may be challenging. But yet you are in a position of opportunity, opportunity to grow, to change, to have freedom, of movement and not simply be responding according to your conditioning. The karma comes from the cultural attitudes that you have acquired from your childhood, from your early and greatest learning days, the teachings of teachers, parents, 
loved ones who have taught you what is right and wrong, what is the way of your life? Of the environment, if you live in the ice-cold snow of the northern Alaska, you will have a different attitude and a different set of language. Everything will be different than if you live in the tropics. And so if you live on a tropical island, your life will be different. These, so environment also creates karma. And from past experiences that you bring forward in your basket of karma, in your individual identity, that as you have grown and grown, that comes forward with you. And then all of these environmental circumstances come together to form the conditioning, the karma, which uh, surrounds you. There are some misunderstandings. Sometimes people think if you say something, if you have a positive affirmation, then you are creating a new dimension. And if you, if something ill word happens to you, that you are not creating the proper reality. But this is a misunderstanding, for you are not necessarily in charge of what arises from your reacted mind and what happens in your outer circumstances as a result of your karmic uh, reactions coming to play in your life. And so many times such thinking can become a blame of an individual. Why have they not created better? But perhaps they were unable. Perhaps due to their own karmic patterns, they, what has occurred in their life is what is needed to occur so that they can grow and learn from both positive and difficult situations. Both are your teachers and the love of the infinite can be all compassionate and supportive, but that support can take harsh lessons at times so that you grow into the light and not into your self-delusions. So see both the difficult and the delightful in life. They are like two sides of a coin. Both are the expressions of the infinite. And you are the child of the infinite. You are the manifest form 
of divinity playing in the play of creation. That divinity is closer than close because it is with you always. It is the self of yourself, the infinite source of your being, the true self of your own being. And it is only the clouds of karma that keep the clear skies from you. As you release these clouds of karma, the clear, the clear sky of knowing comes to you. And you are able to melt your being deeper and further into the self of all beings. All right.